0: Hello, and thank you for joining the Dr. Whisperer podcast. I am your host, Sharon Feckety. I am the Dr. Whisperer, and I am so happy that you chose this podcast to listen to when there are so many choices out there. If you are enjoying the podcast, please consider writing a review or typing one, shall I say, and sharing it with somebody who might benefit or enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. Hello everybody and welcome to the show. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you all enjoyed me giving thanks to everybody last week while I was away in Tennessee. Thank goodness for technology and being able to record these shows. Um, I am very happy to bring you Marlene Spalton today who is the CEO of the Community Foundation of Tampa Bay. First let me just give a hello and welcome Marlene to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I really look forward to this conversation. Well, me too.
0: I think I saw it on 83 Degrees. Is that right, Marlene? Yes. Recently? And I, anything that I see that is um, promoting mental health and talking about it and having open conversations, and it's happening right here in my community, I'm all about it. So I'm very happy um, to be able to spend this time with you today. So, Marlene, you are the CEO and president of this amazing foundation. Um, I understand one of your goals is to increase philanthropy in the region, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, we're a a community foundation. There are over 800 community foundations in the country. We're we're all a little different in what we do. And uh, I call us a a broad and full service community foundation. So, we serve um, donors from five counties. Uh, Pinellas-Hillsborough, Pasco, Hernando, and Citrus. Uh, we have over 1,200 funds that we manage uh, at the foundation created by those kind of individuals that are interested in being charitable, as well as nonprofits who put their funds uh, with us and their endowments. Um, we just crossed a threshold in assets of $300 million. Um, The reason why that's important is the more we have, the more that can be given out to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we fund across the spectrum from arts and culture to homelessness, whatever it is that our fundholders are interested in funding, we do as well. but we pick several priorities every uh, several years, and one of those uh, started last year even before this pandemic was mental health I'm mm-hmm.
0: um, so um Enamored by all of this work that is being done. So thank you for all that you do for the community. We certainly need this help Um, I wanted to Make sure that we were able to spend some time today talking about the uh, mental health first aid course that I took myself back in 2018 and I Marlene and I had this great chat right before I hit record like I usually do and before you know it an hour has gone by I did not torture Marlene with an hour but (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were chatting about when I had taken it. What I didn't share was at the time I was writing for a local um, magazine as a wellness editor and we were doing an event about mental health and um, the Dimmitt family had just lost Lawrence And there were so many people um, at the time that were were losing their lives to suicide. And and myself being somebody who um, was very depressed as a young adult and I had attempted suicide, um, it it was just that time that I started pivoting into this. I have to be a peer advocate for others. I have to start talking about what I went through to give others hope. And um, and I took that course and I think, I think I said that, I don't even know, it was $150, but you said it was $125 and now it's online. So Marlene, will you tell everybody about um, what the Community Foundation of Tampa Bay is doing in support of getting some very important people certified in the mental health first aid?
1: Uh, I'd love to, thank you. And I-, I can't tell you how grateful we are and the community I'm sure is as well to the Dimmitt family. They've taken a terrible tragedy and turned that into something positive for the community, something we can all rally around. I think uh, their emphasis has been from the beginning on the stigma around mental health. It's what keeps people from getting help. Sure. Um, their worry about what the consequences would be and what people would think of them. And that's so wrong. It's it's the same as you know having cancer or a, you know a heart disorder you know it's it's a very physical thing so um we admired and had started working with them around stigma around mental health when through them we learned about this mental health first aid certification um it's a a certification provided by a national entity that um, has put together a curriculum Um, we worked with saint pete college to create that curriculum and offer it here in our area, the Tampa Bay region, and uh, all online, given the pandemic. um, That's actually worked out just fine. Uh, It's the kind of thing, you know, some experiences online are less than what you'd want. This works fine online. Um, And I took the course myself um, just to see. I don't like to promote something I haven't experienced myself. And it's it was profound for me, a profound difference. The difference it made in me was that it built confidence in me that if I were talking with someone, whether that's a neighbor or a coworker or a member of my family that was having a mental health challenge, I would know what to hear, what to listen for to help identify the, the level of, of concern and then know what to say that would be helpful to that person, um, what questions to ask, um, how to refer them to uh, professionals. So as a mental health first aider, I don't diagnose people, I wouldn't try to do that, um, but I do feel comfortable if someone uh, appeared to me to be struggling and, and you know, engaging in a conversation with them, that would be, that would be helpful and not harmful, and so I feel I feel equipped, just like you do if you take a CPR course. Uh, when I had little kids, you know, I thought probably would be a good idea to do that so I'd know how to stop bleeding or do those kinds of things. How many people, you know, have been, their lives have been saved by someone who happened to be close by who knew CPR and right. knew exactly what to do until help arrived? This is exactly the same thing. How many people could we save, and I don't even want to think about, uh, how close we may have come to losing you because what a treasure you are to our community as was Lawrence. And we all lose when we lose people like that. It, it, yeah. uh, it's sad up sure here. <laughs> yeah. And so we, d- we don't want that to happen. And, and we all think, you know, what if I were there? What if he had said something to me? What if you had said something to me? Would I have known what to do? This, this helps that. So we want as many people trained in mental health first aid as possible. We especially are focused on those who are engaging with people who might be feeling the stress of this pandemic even more acutely. People like nonprofit staff, metropolitan ministries, for example, staff or or homeless shelter staff, uh, people in uh, religious communities who have ministries out in the community to help people distribute food or or help them solve um, housing issues, and people in educational institutions. We know that. Mental health is an issue for college students. We actually funded a clinic on the campus of uh, St. Pete College and for even younger children, even elementary school age children. So if you're a teacher, you know, do you know if one of your students um, would you know what to say or how to help one of your students that was having a challenge? So we'll pay for all of those people. Anyone from any of those kinds of organizations, um, the foundation will pay the tuition of $125. Anyone other than the, the people, and I would hope that HR people at companies, um, like I said, anyone, there isn't anyone it's not suitable for, would sign up to take the course as well. We would like to know that in three years, 5,000 people in our area have been trained in mental health first aid. Um, we would That's our goal, we hope to even overshoot that. Um, so we encourage everyone to give that some consideration.
0: Well, let me first say how much I agree with you about that because um, I think uh, when I learned about the course being available, I took it in Tampa and I spent a whole day there. Um, got lost on the college campus that I took <laughs> it at, which isn't shocking to anybody that knows me. But um, I was so I was just really impressed. I was really impressed because you know, here am I, somebody who knows what it's like to be at that stage in my life where I wanted to leave this earth and to know that I was in a classroom with people learning about what to do with somebody like myself. Now, um, you had mentioned um, the, what questions to ask, and I, I do share this often because it really is that important that we talk about Um, asking the questions, we might think that it's going to ignite somebody to think about suicide, but just like we were talking about before, if anybody is thinking about suicide, whatever you say, I mean, it's not going to magically take it away. Um, But I had an EAP counselor, and I'm glad you mentioned the employers as well, that um, my dad worked at New York Hospital, and I was seeing his EAP counselor. I wrote a whole chapter about him in my book, Tuesdays with Ben, And Ben asked me that important question, if I, are you having suicidal thoughts? And it was at that moment that I began to get better because now, right? So I was now, I was saying it out loud to somebody that I trusted, that I knew couldn't tell anybody because of course I was worried about what my parents would think, Mm -hmm. uh, all of the shame and guilt that... They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Tie Technology rocks. Is surrounded by feeling um, thoughts of suicide because of what has been said about it being a very selfish thing to do, which is in my opinion, the furthest thing from the truth, because we are really trying to release the burden from everybody else around us. That's all we think of ourselves, myself, I'll speak for myself personally. So I think it's so vital. I think it's so vital. And I love that it's for free um, with the churches and with the nonprofits and an education. I mean, when you told me that, or when I read about it, I read about it first on your website, I thought about just what the teachers had to go through when we were having all of these mass shootings. Yes. I mean, my neighbor is a teacher. And when she told me that they were considering giving them guns, I was like, Oh, you know, that was a bad idea. I'm just going to say it right here. Marlene. I totally <laughs> <Okay>. agree.
1: <laughs> <What>? That's not <laughs> what you go into teaching to do. Okay. Very sense.
0: Right. But to really know what to say to the students, you know, if if you see something, say something, right? I mean, yeah. um, so I think it's so wonderful that, that you have this program available um, and people can just go on the website and, and look it up and and say that they're from a nonprofit and, and it will all be taken care of, right, Marlene? Yeah,
1: if you go to the cftampabay.org website, our, our website, you'll see it right on the front panel as one of uh, several choices of, of urgent things we're doing right now. You click on it, and then it asks you if you are a member of any of those communities, and if you say yes, um, then your tuition, you know, amount will be zero, and otherwise, you know, you can pay the tuition there, and then, um, then you sign up for when you want to take the course. So we're offering numerous sections of the course on many, many different dates and at different times, and I think I think the course the the Cohort size is 20. I'm not sure on that, but I think 20 is their ideal size for a cohort. Um, and you choose one that's convenient for you. And, and then they send you information and it goes from there. We can also, or, or St. Pete College for us can also design a class just for a group. So let's say you're at a company and you've got 20 people you want to get trained, but you want them to get trained all together. We can create a class just for that group. Or if you're a nonprofit and you want all your staff to be in the same cohort, we can do that. You know, if there's anywhere near that 20, you know, about 20, you know, I'm sure they do it for 15 or who knows, maybe less than that even. But if you all want to be together. The course, um, most of the time it's the, the whole group, but it, they break us up into smaller groups to discuss more deeply um, what we're being taught. And that was incredibly helpful. Um, they also teach, and I think, I I assume this was part of your experience as well. Um, They teach a section on self-care. How do you take care of yourself? And for, especially for people who are dealing with um, everything that's happened to folks during these times, it's, I mean, it can get pretty sad when you hear what people are struggling with. That starts to take a toll on the caregiver as well. And so the course has this section on taking care of yourself as well. And I think that's really important uh, for those same populations like our teachers or our nonprofit uh, staff who are dealing with um, a lot of issues uh, from the, you know, and commiserating with the people that they're, they're serving. So it um, has a lot of good, uh, good, good reasons to take it.
0: Sure. Um, you know, and again, from my own experience as an employer um, and also previously being the boss um, in a big corporation in New York and then here in Clearwater, um, a big part of being in, in management, um, executive management, um, office management, whatever it might be, is really you're you're the person that they're coming to when they're not feeling good. And today- yes. With this pandemic, to to know that these um, HR reps are not only dealing with people losing their jobs, but they're dealing with people losing spouses, and um, how do how do we talk to them? Right, I, I spoke recently at um, Bology, um about my book and about mental health, and I was just so proud of them. You know, I was just so proud that they were willing to to start there and to take. Um, this mental health very seriously, that, that nobody goes into being a teacher to, to save somebody from dying by suicide. Nobody goes into being a manager to do the same, but we need to provide these resources. So Marlene, I think that offering this to companies, like you mentioned, for the leaders, because really a true leader has to have that empathy, self-awareness, and, and the right questions to ask. So um, not just for the nonprofits and the teachers. I think every, well, we think everybody can benefit from that's, this. That's right.
1: right. And, and I'll tell you, that was the other reason I took it. As mm-hmm. CEO, you know, our, we have um, now 17 staff that I treasure every one of them. I would hate to think that somebody would come to me with an issue and I would not know what to say, what to do, how to help. You know, that's, that's what my job is, I think. Um, is to help. And um, so that, that was another strong reason for me to take it. I, I think all CEOs, all anyone who manages people um, at all should, should think about taking it because um, you, you, you know, our job as managers is to clear hurdles for people. And mental health can be a serious hurdle to someone doing their best.
0: I couldn't agree more. And I love that you brought up the self-care. You know, um, I talk about this often too. If if I'm going to run businesses and I, I work with physicians and I work with professionals, I really I have to take care of myself first. So my day always starts with exercise and then meditation. So I can handle the stress that is going to come. And I think that more people that are in management positions, more people that are leaders really need to understand the, the power of, if you're going to encourage somebody else to take care of themselves, it has to start with us, right? Right.
1: So, so we before have to, we, we have to model that.
0: Totally. So before we go, Marlene, now I'm going to put you on the spot. Tell me a little bit about what you two do for your own self-care
1: i I love to read okay. and um, and I read, I actually I prefer biographies. I'm reading um one about Woodrow Wilson right now, which is kind of interesting. Um, and uh, you know, so I do that. because that's sedentary, I walk a lot. and um, we're very fortunate to live on the beach. beautiful, uh, most beautiful place to walk. there is because. Although it's the same walk, you either go north or south (laughs) on the same beach, it's different every single day. I mean, any of us who live on the beach can tell you that. It's different every day. So it always feels like a new place. Um, And I do a lot of walking. So those are the things that I do uh, to keep myself stable. Yeah.
0: And I'm the same. I only read um, documentary. I only watch documentaries. I only read like biographies. I just finished Dolly Parton's, which was really, really good.
1: I heard that was good. Yeah, she's an interesting person. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I love the Audible, and I think there's so many things that we can do to take care of ourselves, and I'm just so proud um, of the Community Foundation of Tampa Bay. How does it feel to be in St. Pete on, like, the coolest block ever on Central Avenue?
1: We, we are loving that location. We're um, taking turns hosting the office, and my day is Friday morning, and I look forward to that. It's the first time, I mean, we're really on the street. You know, you can see people walking by, they stop in. We've got wonderful restaurants nearby. So we've had a lot of our people, a lot of our fund holders who live in St. Petersburg or Pinellas County, come by before or after lunch, um, hoping when this pandemic's over, they'll take us with them. But um, it's, it's just great. We, it makes us feel uh, accessible. To the community, and that was the whole reason for coming over here. Um, I'm a huge um, fan of Brian Stevenson and he talks about being proximate to the work. and that's exactly what this is. We've for many decades actually, um, been supporting nonprofits in Pinellas County and been working with Pinellas County um, fund holders. Um, but we felt it was time to have a physical presence here. So that um, as a commitment, you know, to Pinellas County to really have, um, uh, you know, be close to the work that we're doing and the fund holders that we support in their giving. So it's, it's been a pleasure. Please do come see us there. Oh,
0: I will. For it's sure. a
1: really comfortable space.
0: Yes, I um, I have one client that is, I have two, and um, I actually really, really look forward to going down to St. Pete. We just saw the people for the first time, my husband and I, um, we rode our bikes um, on the day of um, the election and um, we were in St. Pete, which was bustling. It was just incredible. So it's so nice that you guys have moved there. Um, have Now you have two locations, which is great. And um, we're gonna have all the information of how you can, get certified. And in this mental health first aid course, I highly, highly recommend it. I post my certificate today for all of you to see on my page. And Marlene, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for all that you do.
1: Oh, thank you for having me and for all that you do uh, to help our community. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.